on today's podcast how actors deal with toilet scenes, disease branding, using Latin as filler, uh, entertaining the vulgar masses, permeable bongo tops, the phrase away in a hack, chalkboard fingernail psychology, things that they never covered on Oprah, uh, creating fictional universes and lots more. Was being a great believer in the dictum quad escra arachnophobia, which, as you're no doubt fully aware, uh, means nothing. It means absolutely fucking nothing. Uh, it's just a way of getting going. I used to do this years ago. I used to write blog posts and I used to start by saying, I've always been a great believer in the dictum quad ehe demonstrandum. Uh, what that particular one does mean something. I think I used it in a recent episode. There's one or two Latin phrases I know that mean something, uh, but the rest of them no. Oh, pile of, a pile of meaningless drivel, a meaningless piffle. Uh, basically, uh, it's like if I were to come along here now and get a spit bucket and spit into it, and then pour the spit onto the microphone and then record that, if it's a f- assuming it makes a sound. I presume it makes some sort of a bubbly, frothing sound of some sort. Or I'd try to, if, if not, I'd make some noise with the bucket clanking it around a bit. If I were to record that and put that up as a show now, that would be the the same as if I was to just say some meaningless Latin thing, uh, except I have a reason to do the Latin thing here because it's a way to get going, it's a way to get started, it's a way to get stuck into the show and I think on this occasion it's worked, it's done its job, uh, we've got going, we've got the, the introductory segment up and running, uh, it's up and running, uh, we're away in the hack as they say over, oh, I used to have teachers say oh just do this and then do that and then you're away in the hack, you're up and running. Uh, you're uh, oh, you're away in a. Uh, does away in a hack mean anything abroad? Now that I think about her, I haven't heard the phrase in many years. Uh, let's look it up now. Away in a hack, uh, not to be confused with away in a manger. Away in a hack. Uh, let's have a look now. To be away in a hack. Uh, there it is somewhere in one word reference forums. Away in a hack. Uh, hello, someone asked it in a forum. I recently came across this phrase when reading an Irish short soccer article on the internet. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I wonder if anyone knows the origins of this expression and if it is used elsewhere in the world. Well, that doesn't answer my question. It just asks it. Uh, someone asked this in 2009 on some forum. Uh, forum.wordreference.com uh, someone replies helpfully, Sorry, Pedro, I've never heard the expression and I've no idea about its origins. Sad face. Uh, well, don't fucking reply then if you don't know the answer. Jesus Christ. Uh, this is of no use to me whatsoever. These so-called resources on the internet, uh, they often yield nothing. They yield about as much as an episode of this podcast does. At least this podcast doesn't claim to be a... Well, it does sometimes, but only jokingly it claims to be a, a source of uh, learning or news and current affairs or whatever it suits me to say at the time. Anyway, hello and welcome to the show. Two dogs walk into a bar. 
One of the dogs goes straight up to the bar counter and says woof. And the man behind the bar says, who does this dog belong to? Whose is this dog here? And someone shouts, I think it's Bill Clinton's. And everyone laughs. Everyone laughs because anything that's derogatory or vulgar in any way gets a laugh these days. Uh, nobody can stand up and ask a genuine question with an attempt to uh, getting something done in this world without everyone uh, searching for their vulgar humour in it. Uh, that's what I found anyway from the reaction to the previous episode of Into Your Head uh, the previous episode of Into Your Head uh, you may uh, be aware uh, contained a song about Holocaust denials uh, which I Holocaust deniers uh, which I played on my harmonica uh, what else a story about two pieces of shit walking into a bar uh, two real pieces of shit pieces of feet well not real because real pieces of feces don't uh, talk or walk into bars but they were real in this fictional universe which I created although in fairness I didn't create a whole fictional universe I only created a couple of square meters in front of the bar and maybe the area between the door and the bar that they walked along to get to the bar I didn't create a whole freaking you uh, people like to say this to say oh the Marvel have created a new universe for Superman and Spider-Man and no they haven't created a universe uh, no more than when you watch a television soap opera they haven't created the whole country oh no they create a, a shop they create half a room uh, half a sitting room uh, with two walls missing I think you'll find and a couple of shop fronts and half a street the other side is all just cameras and crap and maybe a door into a toilet or something that's not a real world is a re- ironically uh, if you have a set that has a door a toilet door on it uh, if you were to turn the camera around and face out into the part that's not meant to be seeing it's a real toilet there it's not used at all properly they're afraid to use the real toilet for filming because that's considered vulgar you can't be filming a real toilet you have to film a cardboard toilet frontage uh, unless they're filming the inside of the toilet which they do they used to film the inside of the toilet quite a lot on the tv show house uh, they used to go walk they'd be walking along the corridor having a medical discussion and then they'd walk into the toilet and they'd show the toilet it appeared fairly real to me but I suspect there was all cardboard. They were pissing on a cardboard urinal. Uh, hopefully not real piss, because that would destroy it. Uh, not that it needs to last that long. It's just a temporary frontage. Uh, well, would you not be better using a real urinal? But then, of course, the actors would go mad. They'd say, we're acting here. If you put us in front of a real urinal and have us really urinating, uh, then we're no longer acting. You might as well just get in uh, real people instead of actors. That's our profession we're paid to act don't make us do real stuff make us pay us to pretend to do real stuff Uh, that's where we get our satisfaction that's what your actors would say to that Uh, anyway uh, the man behind the bar says uh, does anyone know who owns this dog uh, this dog and he ignores the thing about Hillary Clinton because he's got a bit of class he doesn't encourage that sort of thing he just ignores it uh, he knows he has to tolerate it because that's it kind of goes with the territory but no he's not going to humour them he's just going to ignore them he's got a bit of class and a bit of manners and a bit of ah, a bit of cop on uh, no one 
long answers any further because they've run out of jokes and the dog says uh, I belong to me I don't belong to anyone else I belong to me that's probably a song is it I don't belong to anyone else I belong to me it's probably from a musical I don't belong to anyone else I belong to me Ah, uh, now this is a bit... I've messed up this story because didn't the dog just come in at the beginning of the story and say woof and now we have him talking and singing songs. I suppose he can do both. He could be uh, he could be both barking and talking. Uh, why not? It's not, it's not one or the other. He can have both. If you're, if he's going to be able to talk, then why not? Why can't he not? Why couldn't he be able to bark as well? Uh, it's all fictional anyway. What does it matter? None of this matters. It's all a pile of crap. Get over yourself. Uh, don't be taking things don't be taking stories about dogs going into bars too seriously anyway the dog says I don't belong to anyone else I belong to me I don't belong to anyone else I belong to me and the man behind the bar says oh where did you get those bongos and the dog says oh a generous into your head friend of the show sent them some time ago aren't they great uh, two different size bongos uh, one bigger than the other uh, the other smaller than the first one and then you can turn them upside down you could probably fill them up with energy drinks although you couldn't because uh, the tops I think the, I'm not sure if the tops are permeable yeah but you'd probably destroy them if you poured liquid into the bottoms of them uh, but no there's no floor in these bongos so you could use them to contain something I just don't think I'd put liquid into them I don't think I'd put anything into them because that would be disrespectful towards the listener who sent them and they'd be uh, they're not designed for that they're not designed for that and the dog says oh yes these are bongos the listener sent them in and the man behind the bar says what do you mean and the dog says oh sorry uh, this is uh, uh, no I meant no that's not bongos I was just flapping my uh, floppy ears against the side of my school uh, that's another talent of mine I'm not content with having learned how to talk the English language and go into bars I've also learned how to use my floppy ears banging against my skull as a percussion instrument or a pair of percussion instruments I suppose is a pair of bongos an instrument or a pair of instruments I would say in this case it's an instrument because they're attached the two bongos are attached together as one as a little attaching uh, metal or plastic thing a fine big bar here I think it's plastic a big hollow uh, looks like a piece of solid steel sca scaffolding that you'd find up at the top of one of those skyscrapers that they're building in New York absolutely fun in fact that's an instrument in itself this little hollow metal bridge connecting the two bongos listen to that i'm tapping on that now that's great uh, i hadn't realized that before we'll make use of that in the future uh should the uh should the opportunity arise of course there's always there's an opportunity all the time but i uh, know uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that and we'll uh, keep i'll keep it at the back of my head that's available to me an extra musical resource for the program or for how do you think that i do i, I can do stuff outside the program that involves musical resources as well you know it doesn't all have to be in here uh, i do exist outside of into your head podcast uh, anyway on with the show i know what you're thinking there uh you're thinking oh you're thinking oh 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 
You're thinking, oh, you're thinking, oh, I'm probably overstating this now, but you're certainly thinking, oh, I don't deny, you may may automatically deny and think, I am not thinking, oh, I'm not a moron, Uh, but no, uh, you do that as automatically as you do breathing, it's just not as vital as breathing, you don't need to say, oh, at the beginning of every sentence, you don't need to say, um, you don't need to say, like, in every third word, like all the young people do now I get out of these habits don't get out of the habit of breathing uh, but get out of these other sur- superfluous habits they take up time and space uh, they take up ah you've only got a few decades on this planet don't be wasting them by saying oh or thinking it because I you know uh, this is what you're thinking it's not what you're saying uh, but you're thinking oh you're thinking oh you're thinking I wish I could stop thinking oh but stuck in my head now because you keep saying it I wasn't even thinking it in the first place but I am now it's a vicious circle of uh, psychicness it's not even real psychicness because you're not even reading reading my mind Uh, but I kind of am now because I've planted oh in your head and now you're thinking it and I know you're thinking it Uh, so it's uh, oh in a way it's psychicness not traditional psychicness in the way that we've come to know from watching late night television programs where they come on and say oh has anyone in this crowd uh has anyone in this crowd uh, been a comedian and done a routine where they say oh those psychics they stand up and say has anyone in this crowd got a dead uh relative called john uh and then they'll say that's very hack don't do it and then someone will stand up and say is that the same as a way in a hack and the psychic will say i don't think so but i'm not sure i'm not familiar with irish phrases like that uh, go and do a google search for it and someone in the crowd will say i did a google search for it but i just came along uh the name of a podcast called into your head number 687 away in a hack uh, and then the, the psychic will say i don't know how to help you then i'm not psychic i mean i am psychic but i'm not a freaking expert in uh, language uh, i don't know everything being psychic isn't the same as knowing everything it just means Ah, just means exactly what I spent the last 10 episodes explaining of this TV program that you're suppo- supposedly such a fan of that you sit in the audience and the audience member will say I'm not a real fan I'm just here because they pay people to pad out the uh, the audience in these shows although I'm probably not supposed to say that am I and the psychic will say no you're not uh, no you're not uh, absolutely not uh, I think we'll be back after this commercial break and then the, uh, the audience member will say oh sorry about that uh, sorry about that and the psychic will say, that's okay, we'll just take a little break here, it's fine. Listener Mitch. Support the podcastual arts at no cost to you, just by sending Neil money. Visit IntoYourHead.com and click on the tip jar to make a once-off donation. IntoYourHead.com If you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in this program, Email studio at EnterYourHead.com. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Matchstick Cats! Matchstick Cats! Matchstick Cats! Matchstick Cats and stuff! Are you a cat? 
Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com. Monkey nuts, that's what they call them. They call them big steaming, shit-eating, piss-poiling, uh, blackboard uh, fingernail scraping. Uh, I wish they wouldn't call them that, quite frankly, because I'm so sensitive to the idea of fingernails being scraped down a blackboard, uh, that even hearing the phrase fingernails being scraped down a blackboard uh, puts me a bad, fuzzy feeling in my head. I don't like how oh, it's like... Uh, so that's basically like having fingernails scraped down a blackboard, uh, which I have to admit I've never even witnessed. I've never scraped, I don't think I've ever scraped my fingernails down a blackboard or witnessed someone doing it. Uh, yeah, I still know exactly what it would be like. And I don't like it. I don't like it. It's exactly like hearing someone biting their fingernails. Uh, apparently I have an issue with fingernails. I don't, I don't consciously have it. I have nothing against fingernails in principle. I don't go around uh, taking objection to people having fingernails oh no it's just when I run through the thought of fingernails being scraped down the black I have a blackboard right in front of me here a little cheap two euro blackboard from a discount store uh, it's uh, it's being it's hung on a propped up mattress against the wall uh, it's attached to the mattress using a, oh using a trousers hanger for some reason oh, I know exactly the reason it's because a trousers hanger is perfect for hanging a little blackboard on because uh, it's got two clips that can hold the frame to it that's uh, exactly right perfect a, a trousers hanger for the, in case you're ever looking for something to hang up a blackboard a trouser hanger is it's a perfect thing it's absolutely fantastic all you need is a hook or a, a mattress that's leaning against the wall that you can attach the hanger to and you're away in a hack it's absolutely fantastic uh, now uh, don't come along and tell me that you've heard that somewhere before no that's original information there you won't find that on uh, you won't find that on Oprah I can tell you Oprah doesn't give you tips like that I'm sure she's done episodes of her program where they have uh, tips for uh, handy tips for the home uh, but I'm pretty sure you won't have come across that although admittedly I'm just guessing I haven't verified this do you really need me to go and verify whether Oprah ever uh, covered the idea of uh, holding up a little black Board using a trouser hanger, uh, do you? Is it really that important? I don't think it is. Uh, it's not important. It's value. It can be valuable without being important. It's a valuable tip, uh, but it's not important. It's not a matter of life and death. Uh, so it just goes to show that's a valuable point. In fact, something can be valuable without being important. Uh, for, well, for example, I could have a. I could have a, a bar of gold here in front of me. You could say that's valuable, but it's not important. It's just my frigging life savings to have been uh, squeezed into a block of gold. Hello, now that's a bad example because if if I had a block of gold here, I would consider it very important. It's just not important in the grand scheme of things. Uh, uh, money and value and wealth is not important. Get that into your thick heads. Uh, it's not that I wouldn't turn down a block of gold. 
if anyone wants to send me a block of gold that hasn't been stolen from somewhere feel free or else sell it and just donate the, the proceeds to the tip jar or whatever uh, or spend it on my Amazon links uh, but no no if you want to uh, not to sell but I'm getting, I'm getting worked up here over noshing all I wanted to say here was uh, what was oh it was monkey nuts uh, monkey nuts that's what they called them etc 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 uh, was just a way of getting going that's the problem with using the phrase like that using that monkey nuts that's what they called them etc thing to get going I get four minutes into the segment and I think what was the purpose of this segment how did I start it and then I realise oh I just started with, with a thing that I used to get going and then I realise it's all meaningless the last four minutes and 15 seconds of my life have meant nothing uh, they've just been filler uh, filler uh, nothing not as anything wrong with filler some of the finest cakes and sandwiches known to man uh, are uh, are such because of their filler uh, filler is not a bad thing uh, ask the people who oh the people who make the sandwiches in Subway for example if you go up and sit to them and say I want a sandwich with no filler as it happens they do sell that you can get a little bit of toasted bread with a bit of cheese on it and toast it and get that as a cheap snack in Subway uh, even that that's got cheese on it which is a filler although they only give you one side of the sandwich so it's the, it's a, I suppose an open sandwich an open half sandwich in fact it's a quarter sandwich because they give you a half a uh, they get a six, uh, six inch long, which is half of a twelve inch long, and they give you one side of that toasted with a cheese on top. So I suppose it's a technically an open sandwich. Well, it's not really. It's a bit of a. Uh, let's not get bogged down in those details here. Uh, not that we've anything more important to do. And that's not to say, of course, that having something more important to do is important. Although it's not unimportant either. Having something better to do is important if you have something better to do if you have something more important to do uh, then it's important to deal with that but if you don't have something more important to do then having something important to do is not something that's important it's not something you need to strive for unless of course you're not happy with your lot in which case you might have to strive for something more important uh, but maybe your your life is too important and you're trying to wind down and uh, downscale uh, downsize and have less important things to do in which case it's important it's important ironically to uh to devote some time to achieving that uh so i don't i don't know what to tell you what am i dr freaking phil i uh, know i'm not i'm not dr phil although i have something in common because i'm not a doctor either although i don't uh, have a doctorate or anything uh, at least he gets to he's allowed to use the title doctor because he has a doctorate uh, people like to uh, discover people like to uh, they like to hold on to this little uh, nitpick of information that they've picked up about Dr. Phil. They go, oh, he's not a real doctor. He's a fake doctor. He's not a fake doctor. He's a fellow who has a uh, degree uh, allows him to put doctor in front of him. There's other types of doctors besides medical doctors, you know. There's doctors of mathematics. Uh, there's doctors of the English language. Uh, there's doctors of, oh, there's doctors of uh, veterinary surgery. There's doctors of podcasts. Uh, there's doc 
doctors of ah, there's doctors of uh, nursing. I presume you can get a doctorate in nursing and become a doctor of nursing. You can go around saying ah, hello doctor, hello junior doctor. I'm a proper doctor. I'm a doctor of nursing. Uh, yeah, you're uh, considered superior to me, isn't that hilarious? Ho 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 ho! How I laugh! I'm going on strike now. Uh, that's what that's what's happening nowadays. Everybody's threatening strike here in Ireland. Uh, well, not everybody. Some people are saying, oh, uh, everybody's taking our money away. We're going to go on strike. And then we'll have even less money. Because uh, when you go on strike, they say, we're not paying you for doing nothing. You're sitting around on your arse all day holding up a sign saying, we're doing nothing. Uh, I'm not going to pay you for that. And the irony of it all uh, is that uh, at the end of the day, I don't know if I have to I have a point here. I probably don't. Uh, why would I need? I don't need to have a point. Uh, we're just wondering. We're just doing the the talkable equivalent of bringing your pencil for a walk. That thing you used to do in school where you get out your pencil and you get a big blank piece of paper and you just draw. You draw spirals and circles in a continuous line. It's called taking your pencil for a walk and then when you're finished you get out uh, colouring pencils or crayons or paints and you paint in the shapes and you have a fine piece of art that will put the likes of Leonardo da Vinci to shame uh, if he wasn't better than that if he wasn't Leonardo da Vinci is considers himself above all that uh, well he doesn't anymore because he's dead but I'm sure he did he'd think oh some child got out a pencil and drew a line and coloured a hen I can do better than that I can design helicopters that we don't even have the ability to build that's what was it Leo I think it was Leo it was either Leo Nardo da Vinci or Van Gogh, one of them used to go around designing helicopters in the 17th century that couldn't be built. Uh, it's all very... I can design a freaking uh, time machine now in Microsoft Paint. That doesn't mean it's a contribu contribution to the world. Uh, would you fuck off out of that, Leonardo da Vinci, which are crap, and Van Gogh, which are one year, or was it... I get them mixed up. There's the, uh, they're the two painters who I know most about. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci and Van Gogh. I know for a fact that one of them had a missing ear or was deaf in one ear or something along those lines or maybe both ears. I don't know. Uh, if you're deaf in one ear, you're not deaf in the other ear. So uh, you can just uh, have the sound come in the other ear and have it bounce around in your head and it'll all, it'll all balance out. Uh, you just listen to stuff in mono. Uh, not the disease mod. There's a disease called mono if I remember rightly. Let's look this up now. Mono. Isn't there a disease called I think it might be an STD, uh, mono disease. Let's look this up. Uh, infectious mononucleosis. Oh, it's short for that. It's not short for monoaural. That's how we distinguish it. Uh, mono, uh, in our in audio terms, mono is the singular of stereo, and it's short for monophonic or monaural or something. Uh, but in infections, it's the short for a mononucleosis or something. Uh, also known as EBV, infectious monoclonosis, Pfeiffer's disease. Uh, Pfeiffer's the name of a company that makes freaking uh, drugs have they named the disease after a drug that's terrible marketing they have a disease named after a brand now 
no uh, no that's fucking ridiculous or maybe it's not I don't know I'm not a marketing professional maybe that's a good thing uh, is it good to ha- if you're a drug marketing company is it good to have a disease with your brand on it I don't know uh, maybe it's the as long as people don't think you invented you created the disease and invented it and contributed the disease to the world uh, what you should name the cure after your company not the disease you don't want the disease with your branding on it uh, let's see, uh, something to do with herpes, uh, 90% of adults have been exposed to it, uh, blah 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 blah, symptoms can occur at a later period, I'm not reading all this crap, I'm not reading all these facts, I've better things to do than go around reading facts, uh, there's, more to lo- there's more to life than accumulating knowledge, you know, you can make up, no- uh, why would you accumulate knowledge when you can make it up as you go along, that's the thing, kids have no imagination now, Nowadays, they they want all these toys uh, manufactured for them. Uh, no, no, you can make toys out of nothing. You can make a toy with a piece of string and put a bit of stick at the end of it and wave it around in front of your cat, and the cat is perfectly happy. Or give it a cardboard box for my new lawnmower. Uh, until Thursday, anyway. That's recycling day. I'll be get they'll be losing their cardboard box. Then I can tell you, and that's it until the next purchase of something that comes in cardboard, which I think may well be. Friday when I buy uh, some stuff from Lidl that comes in bulk in boxes and then we'll have more boxes then and they can have them until Thursday fortnight uh, where was I? Uh, Monaro Monaro, so Monaro uh, is not the same as mono something something the disease uh, we never, oh yeah I should have read further down and looked into Pfeiffer naming a disease after themselves or how that works maybe they named their brand after after a disease, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Uh, would you want to name your uh, name your? Uh I don't know. They seem to be making money anyway, wherever they're doing. Who am I? Who am I to criticize them? They obviously know what they're doing. And suffice to say, uh, suffice to say, belch. Uh, or suffice to make the sound belch. I don't need to name it. You don't need to name your. You don't need to label all of your sounds. Uh, belch is not the same as an MP3 file. It doesn't need to be na- labeled and tagged. So if I belch, I don't have to say belch. Uh, anyway, I think I'm running out of things to discuss here. Uh, so we'll say thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Eastwood. Uh, oh no, that's a reference to something else that's not in this program. That's something that's on a new pro- short program that I added earlier today to the Extras and Reruns feed. Intoyourhead.com slash extras. There's a thing called uh, Sewer Babies. A brand new extra program. Intoyourhead.com slash extras. Anyway, good morning. Into your